Day 34, Saturday, on the wonders that lie hidden beneath our feet. As the graveside scenes in so many movies remind us, from dust we came and to it return. It's an allusion to the story of Eden and our mythic forebear called in Hebrew Adam, not a proper name at this point in the tale and not yet a gendered being, from Adama, dirt, dust, earth the closest equivalent in English being human from the humus. Oh, how we underestimate dirt. My friend Hannah Maria is a biologist in our neighborhood. The other day she asked me to guess how many different species of living creatures were alive in the soil around a particular tree on Hill Street. I knew not to hazard a guess and awaited her answer. So far 40, she replied, adding, I've been counting. She then began to describe various barely visible creatures inhabiting the soil and grass and dead leaves around the tree, called aphids and possibly trilobites and other words that escape me now. Where I saw only a single tree growing from the ground with some grass and dead leaves at its base, she saw a thriving multi-species community of living creatures. What else am I missing around here? Life with a capital L is a more abundant phenomenon than we can possibly grasp. And if we just step back from our daily preoccupations, the ones that demand the tunneling of our attention, to appreciate its abundance, we begin to see what we are immersed in a thriving, pulsating, ungraspably diverse network or fabric or ocean of life. Even after we die, our constituent stuff, strictly speaking, doesn't stop participating in life, the humus among us being such an abundant life incubator. Even consciousness, the awareness of life as we participate in it, is a group effort. Our neurons join via billions of synaptic connections and emerging from it all an awareness we experience as, for example, the color we call red. Maybe the whole shooting match of living things, life participating members, is conscious in an analogous way of itself and perhaps of itself in relation to God. I don't know, I'm just riffing. But it's riffing inspired by the awareness that we can't begin to grasp the abundance of life in which we find ourselves. A realization that Hannah Maria's reported discovery alerted me to. Don't you get a sense every now and again, mostly unexpectedly, that things are more wonderful than you can possibly imagine? Perhaps that's a good thing to factor into our anticipation of the future, including what we, at least from this side of the grave, call dying. As the preacher said, it may be Saturday, but Sunday's a coming, so let us pray. And now the Sarum Prayer. God be in my head and in my understanding. God be in my eyes and in my looking. God be in my mouth and in my speaking. God be in my heart and in my thinking. God be at my end and at my departing. And now a variation on a prayer of St. Patrick by Emily Swan. I breathe in strength as I stand today calling on the source, the wellspring, and the living water, 
believing in the threeness, witnessing the oneness, on my way to meet you face to face. The benediction, go in peace to love and serve the Lord. Lord, hear me now.